deaths of despair. Good morning, Christian America. That is not the easiest topic to discuss early on a Friday morning, but that is exactly the topic that we're going to discuss today. Because today in America, suicides are on the rise, drug abuse is on the rise, deaths due to overdoses are on the rise, despair and anxiety, emotional, psychological, mental, behavioral problems are on the rise. Meanwhile, our churches are getting emptier and emptier. Meanwhile, the faith and the people of faith, the numbers continue to dwindle down. There's a direct correlation between those two, and we need to understand it, and we need to promote the solution. Let's get right into that this morning as we get ready for the weekend. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort. That is this podcast, the Good Morning Christian America podcast. That is the Christian American community on all the social media platforms, at least all the big social media platforms. That's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Parler, and Rumble. And so we'd ask you if you support messages like the one we're about to give and the this podcast if you support the revitalization of the christian faith across this land if you recognize the need to revitalize the christian faith across our nation across our communities across our families across our institutions uh, across our organizations each and every corner of the globe if you recognize the need to introduce or reintroduce your fellow colleagues, your fellow students, your fellow neighbors to Jesus and the teachings of Jesus and why it's important. It's not just that you need Jesus, but be able to explain to them why they need Jesus in their life, why they need to follow God's word, why they need to delve into scripture more than anything else that they need in their life. They need to find the truth. They need to find the way. They need to find the life. And you can do that. You have a responsibility to do that. We also have a responsibility to do that. We take that freely. We take it with enthusiasm. We take it as a duty and a responsibility as a believer in Christ, as a follower of Jesus, whom he tells us to make disciples of nations. He tells us to spread the gospel. He tells us to spread the good news because without the good news people are left stranded they're left wandering they're left as lost sheep jesus compares us to lost lost sheep without a shepherd and he also explains the difference between being a shepherd and just being a hired hand there are plenty ladies and gentlemen there are plenty of hired hands the hired hand jesus explains leaves you he leaves the flock in times of trouble. But the good shepherd, the good shepherd stands firm. The good shepherd takes care of his flock. They hear his voice and they recognize him. Friends, when we hear the voice of Jesus, not just us as followers, but even as people who don't follow Christ, when they do eventually hear the word of Jesus, they feel the touch of Jesus in their heart. They hear his voice 
they too will recognize it. It happened to Paul as he persecuted Christians. It's happened to countless others in their lifetimes. You can read almost unendingly of the people that have encountered, encountered Christ in their life and they've been forever transformed. It's in that light that we come here, come to you today to discuss the deaths of despair. I used that phrase because it's a phrase that an article um, that we were looking at this past week from Salon.com, and you know we're not here to promote Salon.com, but nonetheless, this is where the article was uh, came from. And the article said it, it showed alarming rates of suicidal behaviors deaths in America from what they call despair. And so what it pointed out was that suicidal thoughts and behaviors, not just thoughts, but thoughts and behaviors amongst our minors, people less than 18 years old, people, kids, our children with a bright and long future ahead of them. The thoughts of suicide and suicidal behaviors increased 287% between 2009 and 2018. It says during the same period, those tendencies increased by 210% among 18 to 34, still relatively young adults with 30, 40, 50 years ahead of them, years of life where you're supposed to be, where you should be most enthusiastic about your life, most hopeful about what is to come. As you climb the ladder of whatever modicum of success means to you, that's that period in time. But yet these people, our children, our youth, are feeling thoughts of suicide and depression. And they're skyrocketing. Alcohol-related Diagnosis also during this time spiked 37%. 37%. While substance related diagnoses skyrocketed 94%. This is a theme. This is a pattern that does not speak well of a healthy nation. It does not speak well of a healthy society. A healthy society is one in which the youth are invigorated with life. One where the youth are hopeful for the future and have a positive outlook on life about what is to come. But yet that is not the society that we are having. Meanwhile, we are in the greatest period of prosperity in the history of the world. Meanwhile, we have created the tools and the technology that have never been done before. Meanwhile, we are interconnected more than we have ever had before. Meanwhile, the amount of money and wealth, things that the world would tell you that you need to satisfy yourself, that is in abundance. So you have abundance of the worldly goods you have an abundance of what the world tells you should satisfy you. 
you have an abundance of what the world would tell you, that colleges would tell you, that the secular society would tell you, that make your life great. And at the same time, the people that are that should be the most enthused about the future are the ones that are in most despair. They're the ones that are suffering mentally, psychologically, emotionally. They're the ones that are suffering because they're suffering spiritually. The world does not have in it the path to true happiness. The world does not have in it the path to true purpose. The world does not have in it the path to true meaning in this life. So as the world and its organizations and its so-called leaders continue to promote a secular society, a path of professional success as a modicum of a successful life, people turn more and more desperate and they seek to exit the world. They seek withdrawal from it. They find their time in video games and alternative realities and more online than ever, disassociated with their neighbors, with their friends, with their colleagues. Antisocial behavior is also on the rise. Meanwhile, the deaths of despair are increasing. These two things are not separated. They are linked. The world does not have what we need as people to feel fulfilled, to be fulfilled. It does not have purpose and meaning in material goods, in earthly wealth or intangible products that we can buy and sell. We must look today to the past. We must look to scripture. We must look to the word of God. We must look to the apostle Paul. When he was in the depths of despair, doing God's work, spreading God's message, he too fell on hard times and he writes in the first chapter of the second book to the Corinthians exactly how you overcome despair and how you, how we as a community can assist those that are in despair through encouragement. And so let's look to Paul today just briefly and I'll read this scripture because we don't want any misunderstandings or misgivings about what is actually being said here when Paul is in a down place, when he is in the depths of despair and how we should help our friends, our, our family, our neighbors who are also in these depths of despair. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse three starts. And Paul is saying, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all encouragement, who encourages us in, in our every affliction. He encourages us in our every affliction so that we may be able to encourage those 
who are in any affliction with encouragement with which we ourselves are encouraged by God. He's saying that God is encouraging us so that when we are in hard times and we recognize others in hard times, we can encourage others as God has encouraged us. For as, He goes on to say, for as Christ's sufferings overflow to us, so through Christ does our encouragement also overflow. I'll read that one more time because it says, for as Christ's sufferings, what? They overflow to us. So does our encouragement also overflow. If we are inflicted, it is for your encouragement and salvation. If we are encouraged, it is for your encouragement, which enables you to endure the same sufferings that we suffer. Our hope for you is firm, for we know that as you share in the sufferings, you also share in the encouragement. He goes on to say, we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction that came to us in the province of Asia. We were utterly weighed down beyond our strength so that we despaired even of life. This is Paul saying he is despairing of his life. He has been weighed down. He has been put through the fire in the province of Asia. Indeed, we had accepted within ourselves the sentence of death. That we might not that we might trust not in ourselves but in who but in god who raises the dead he rescued us from such great danger of death and he will continue to rescue us in him we have put our hope that he will also rescue us again as you help us with prayer so that thanks may be given by many on our behalf for the gift granted us through the prayers of many. Paul is reaching out to us today. This scripture is speaking to us today. In the depths of despair, our youngest, our most vulnerable, the ones who have the longest adulthood awaiting them, the way to help them come out of these depths of despair, this desperate world, this anxious world, is through the hope that lies in Christ. That through no matter what sufferings, through no matter what obstacles, that through matter, no matter what trials or tribulations that they face, that you face, that I face, that we face together, there is nothing that God can't overcome and that we find encouragement in him. We find hope in him. And if you're in one of those special places where you have hope, where you have encouragement in Christ, it's your duty and your obligation as a member of the Christian family that you provide encouragement to others who may be suffering at this time, who may not know Christ, who may not know the path to healing, to introduce, reintroduce the word of God to them so that they too can have encouragement, so that they too can have hope, 
so that they too can no longer despair, but can rejoice, that can glorify in the sufferings that they face, because that suffering, as Paul says in Romans, produces perseverance. That perseverance produces character of person. And that character produces hope, not in the world, not in man, but in God. That is our duty. That is our responsibility to provide the hope that is only found in God. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, again, if you like messages like this, if you support what we're trying to do here, we ask not for donations. We ask for participation in the Christian American community and the Christian American revitalization effort. You can go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Sponsored by the Christian American T-Shirt Company. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself, up, pick yourself up some Christian American apparel so that you can wear, that you can take out into the world, that people know up close and even from a distance whom you put your faith and your hope and your trust in. Like and share this video on your social media profile. We would appreciate it. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Monday, where we continue down our journey through the gospel of Mark, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.